Hey there, and welcome. For those offended and or triggered by the following, piss off. Well, today I'm going to rant, talk about, or whatever, the recent election in Biden's failed student loan forgiveness baloney sandwich. So let's start with the election. That red wave that was supposedly coming didn't quite wash much out. And why is that? Well, I think if the election showed us anything, it's that we really are a divided country, which is really no surprise to anybody paying attention. See, half the country really is in favor of terrible policy, whether it comes to what they want in abortion or what they want with just handing out money willy-nilly or blaming everything on race, blaming everything on systemic racism, which quite frankly doesn't exist. You know, basically half the country feels as though any struggle or adversity in life should be solved by the government, or at the very least, anyone but themselves. It should be solved by anyone except the person that actually signed on to the stuff or agreed to the stuff or got themselves in the situation. As a nation, half of us have no problem putting our kids dead last, no pun intended, but I'll get to more of that specifically in future episodes and my views on that. Lastly, we've gotten soft. Emotions just rule everything. As a whole, we're not voting for the right things anymore. We're voting for things that make us feel good, which is about the worst way to run anything. And it's very short-lived to think that you're just going to do everything and get everything just because it makes you feel good. And there's a substantial difference in voting for things that make us feel good versus voting for things that actually are good which really starts getting us into this whole idea of morality. You know, if you're voting for abortion and transgenderism, you're voting for things that make you feel good. They make you feel like you're some type of hero for freedom. Well, you're more of a hero for death and fiction. That's especially with those two issues, abortion and transgenderism. That's really what that comes down to. But neither of those sayings are good when it comes to a truly moral nation, death and fiction. They, I mean, that has nothing to do with morality. So what are we going to have to do? I'll talk about that later. But now let's talk a little bit about Biden's fever dream that is the student loan forgiveness crap salad. Thanks to the judge in Texas, by the way, who actually seems to understand how these sayings should actually work. So first of all, the judge called out the BS that this could be applied through the HEROES Act, which anyone with a brain knew that justification was dumb as crap. There's no justification for it, nor was student loan forgiveness ever mentioned in the HEROES Act. So nice try on that. I think just because they put HERO at the front of it, they think everybody should be on board for that. But that's a lot of times heroes are heroes, but a lot of times Hero is used to just try to justify anything you want to do because, oh, it's in, in favor of the heroes. The youth taking on student loans so they can go to college does not make them heroic. That's just simple fact. They're not heroes because they decided to go to college. Now, secondly, he shot down the idea that it was somehow related to COVID-19, which Biden himself said was over, but still wanted to use that to shell out money to buy votes from young people, which it kind of worked out for him. 
not completely, but kind of. And lastly, this judge full-heartedly agreed with the Biden administration as the executive branch that they had no authority to just push this through a dirty butthole of an executive order, which most executive orders are dirty buttholes and they end up just getting crap everywhere. Frankly, as far as the student loan forgiveness uh, policy or executive order that Biden was trying to push through getting shot down, couldn't make me happier. I think it's great that it got shut down because what our youth needs more of than anything are lessons on how to be functioning adults rather than just more handouts. They need to understand that if you take on something, whether it be a loan or, you know, like I said, I'll get to a little bit later in another episode, but even getting pregnant or anything else, you have to understand there's consequences, whether good or bad, there's consequences for that. And you are solely responsible for that. That's not on anyone else. That's your responsibility. So now that I've got that out of my system, let's talk about some actual solutions. In my mind and how I view it, the solutions are quite easy. And you're going to hear me refer to these solutions quite often throughout future podcasts and my views on things. The solutions for the two topics that I discussed briefly today are all about compromise and personal responsibility. So both sides often mention a willingness to compromise, but they fail to actually follow through. It's become very all or nothing, which isn't sustainable within human nature. That's just not how humans function. We don't function in an all or nothing environment or existence. Now, if everyone thought and believed the same, compromise would be unnecessary, but we live in reality, not make-believe. Thinking that one side gets to hold the other side hostage with their crap policies will not go well. We're never going to see eye to eye on everything. That's just nature. You don't see eye to eye on everything with your friends. You don't see eye to eye on everything with your family. You don't see eye to eye on almost anything with anybody you're going to talk to. There's always differences. This idea that our government is going to force us to see eye to eye on everything is, is just ludicrous. And when it comes to compromise, there has to be a willingness to find common ground on pretty much literally everything, because otherwise it's always going to be a war unless that is what we really want, which a lot of people talk about that. Now, one thing I can tell you from what I've seen from the left, a war is not what they really want. And there's a few current reasons for that. There are no safe spaces in war. And we all know the left has to have their safe spaces, you know. Uh, I mean, good Lord, they probably can't even eat ice cream unless they feel like they're in a safe space, whatever a safe space is. Safe space to me from the left has become a space where nobody thinks different, nobody acts differently, and even as of late, nobody even looks differently, especially with some of these universities that want to push for black only areas or minority only areas and white people can't go there and this and that. If that's your idea of a safe space, you're what I would refer to as a wiener. Um, you're a wuss. You're a person that has no idea how to handle adversity. And 
all these support stuffed animals in the world aren't going to save you when you actually have to enter the real world and run into people that couldn't care less about your little safe space and whether or not you feel like you're being represented fairly. Nobody cares about that. That's just a harsh reality. Nobody cares. I don't, I certainly don't care. And I think I'm not the only one that feels that way. Now, the other solution I mentioned, aside from compromise, is personal responsibility. The left never seems willing to talk or even think about personal responsibility at all. Any Anything, any problem anybody runs into should be solved by society or the government or, or somebody else. Good Lord, personal responsibility, what is that? What is personal responsibility? You mean if I make some decision or if I to, you know, if I if I take on this challenge or this this new endeavor, I have no personal responsibility in that. I mean, good lord, if something happens, somebody hopefully will be there to bail me out, right? That's just not how it works. And honestly, people don't want to spend their whole lives bailing other people out and trying to find excuses for other people or trying to justify why other people need excuses or bailed out from something that they themselves decided to do. And when I say they and themselves, I, I mean, generally, I don't mean like the new pronouns, which are also ridiculous, but that's a whole other thing. Whether it's abortion, crime, child care, whatever. And particularly in today's discussion with the student forgiveness crapola debt, the left is always happy to put personal responsibility on society which defeats the whole idea of personal responsibility. It's just a concept the left has no idea or no what appears to be any more familiarity with. Their whole perspective of personal responsibility doesn't exist. Now, there's a thing where you work together as a team and, and your team's responsible for this and that, and that's that's fine, but that isn't, the entirety of life in life there are things you have to deal with personally that's just how it is you have to deal with some things personally you have to be accountable for yourself and if you aren't accountable for yourself and there's things put in place where you don't have to be accountable for yourself what kind of society and nation is that ultimately going to end up making you basically have a bunch of grown children that just rely on everybody else to do everything for them. No questions asked, no explanation. And that's just complete crap. It's absolute crap. So if we want to move forward in this nation, we're not always going to see things eye to eye. That's just how it is. And we have to figure out a way to deal with that and overcome that and work together. Additionally, if we want this nation to move forward, and I'm not talking about like progressive and all this and that, I just mean move forward, like become better. And progressive does not always mean you're becoming better. That's, that's just not what that means. But if we want that to happen, we're going to have to be willing to compromise on things, even, even the most difficult things. And I understand that, especially like I mentioned, you know, for example, pro-choice and pro-life, there still has to be compromise there. there there's going to have to be. Otherwise, we're not going to get anywhere with it. And it's just going to be a constant struggle of 
who's in power that gets to say this and who's not in power that just has to deal with it. And all this, you know, on a side note, all this baloney about, you know, packing the Supreme Court and, and all that does is, is make a move so that the side that thinks they're justified in everything they say or believe gets their way, which goes back again to the all or nothing, no compromise. This is how it is. And the expectation is that the other half of the country just takes it. That's not going to happen. Whether it's from the left or the right, the other half of the country is not just going to take it. Everybody has to feel like they're invested. Everybody has, has to feel like they have a say, which might sound kind of soft and stupid, but it's just the truth. It's just how humans work. People want to feel like they have a say in something. And if you eliminate that say because you don't feel like it's right, then everybody's going to end up losing at some point. It's just going to become a constant power struggle indefinitely, forever. So that's my take this week. Thanks for listening and uh, piss off. <laughs>